0: Membership sites are kind of like the holy grail of passive income, but they're super misunderstood. From all the students I've coached who have launched membership sites, who want to launch a membership site, I realize that there is a lot that people don't understand when it comes to having a successful and profitable membership site that gets them into trouble once they launch. So what I thought I would do in today's episode is uncover the three biggest membership site myths that are out there in the hopes that you will practically go out and build a better membership site that you're actually happy with, that serves a ton of people, and put some amazing recurring revenue in your pocket. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 98 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, thank you for tuning in and listening, and if you're a YouTube faithful sitting here and watching on YouTube... I appreciate you as well. Always love the comments below these videos as well. Great questions, great encouragement, great feedback. Uh, You're a smart group of people, so I'm grateful for you. We're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, membership sites. I talk a lot about online courses because I believe that they are the backbone of a successful passive income business. Um, But I think that membership sites are a perfect complement, and I think you should ideally have each in your product suite. I've run three membership sites over the years. Two are still running. Uh, both have done, or all three have done, multiple six figures a year uh, when they're up and running. And so they are a really nice addition to a uh, online business that you've got set up if it's mostly course based but they're super misunderstood. Like I said, we're going to walk through three big myths today. Before we jump into that, I have a gift for you related to membership sites. If you want to build one, you're thinking about launching one and you're like, this is this is what I need, Graham. I need to know how to set up the membership site in the right way. I want to give you my membership site checklist. It's a simple four-step checklist that walks you through the four key steps to building profitable membership sites, including price suggestions and launch strategy. So it's an awesome resource for you if you have a membership and you want to retool it maybe, or if you never launched, then it's perfect for you. And hey, it's free. It's my gift to you. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash membership site. All one word. I'm going to link to it below the video if you're watching on YouTube. But if you're listening on your podcast app of choice, just go to grahamcochran.com slash membership site and download the four-step membership site formula checklist. I think I have something to say about memberships because I've been running them since 2012 and I've done all kinds at all different price points, uh, all different styles, and uh, and I've used everything I've learned from each membership to make the next one better and to improve the current ones. So all of that is baked into that checklist. So take that as my gift to you, grahamcochran.com slash membership site. let's get into these myths. One of these myths on the front end is important for you to understand so you don't get your hopes up when you launch a membership site. The other two, I think, are actually going to free you up and make having and owning and running a membership site easier. And Lord, don't we want easy. That's what I'm, I'm here to help you work less people and grow your business. Okay, so let's start with the first one because this one we got to get out of the way because it's just been, it's been a trap that's just roped people in and then they're just disappointed. And all disappointment is in life is unmet expectations. So let's let's get rid of this expectation once and for all. Membership site myth number one is that they are easy recurring revenue. Easy recurring revenue. Well, that's depressing, Graham. Yeah, I know. It's the whole reason you get into a membership site is to have easy recurring revenue. Everybody tells you, oh, you've got an online course? You got to launch that thing. You got to get new customers to buy into your funnel and buy it Evergreen. You got a membership site, all you got to do is sell it once and it charges their credit card month after month after month after month and it just prints money and it's easy. In theory, a membership site, in theory, not real life, in theory, a membership site is the perfect vehicle for passive income and I get it. Get, get an audience Convert that audience to becoming a paid member of your, your membership site, and then they pay you every month. It's predictable. If you have 100 people paying you 50 bucks a month, you know exactly how much you're gonna make next month because it's recurring. You don't have to re-promote or sell or find new people. It's just a money machine. That's, that's the pitch. And you know, no one's benefiting really from pitching you that because it's not like you're buying I mean unless you're buying a membership site course from somebody and and they've lured you in by making it sound easier than it is. But we're lured in by just the the talk of memberships. people, I mean, even people like me will say, "Oh, yeah, membership sites are great. I've made all this money. But I'm careful with what I say. I've never said that membership sites are easy money or it's easy recurring. Revenue, because here's the reality with membership sites, the the sad reality, and it still makes me sad to this day, and I've been doing these things since 2012. People cancel all the time, every month, for a million reasons. It doesn't matter if you have an expensive membership. It doesn't matter if you have a cheap membership. Price is never the the issue. It's never the object or the obstacle, I should say. It doesn't matter if it's cheap or expensive. People are going to cancel. There's a million reasons they're going to cancel. They're going to cancel because they're not using the material. They're going to cancel because money is tight and they're just canceling all their subscriptions. They're going to cancel because it's not what they expected. They're going to cancel because they don't like the community. They're going to cancel because they don't like something about you inside the membership. They're going to cancel just because they no longer are interested in that subject matter. So a million reasons are going to cancel, but they're going to cancel. What that means is, yes, the people who are still in your membership are getting charged and billed every month or every year, however you set it up. But your income is going to go down if you launch it, promote it, get... 100 members, and they're all paying you. That's great for that month, but every month it's gonna, you're gonna have attrition, you're gonna have churn, people are gonna cancel. And so your revenue is gonna be recurring, but it's gonna be less and less and less unless you get fresh meat. Sorry, bad analogy. New friends, you know, unless you get new customers, your, your revenue is gonna go down. It's not even gonna stay flat. So, the reality, and I just wanted to paint this picture early on for you, and this is why I'm starting with this myth, is it's not easy recurring revenue. It requires ongoing promotion. Whether you choose to open and close your membership, whether you choose to keep it open, um, but you just, either way, you need new eyeballs. You need to be discovered. You need new people on your list. You need to get affiliates to promote it. There's a need for new people, one. Number two, there's a need to keep the existing members in your membership happy. It's easier to keep them happy than it is to get new people, but you need to do both. New people, and then keep loving on those members so they stay. Um, There's a lot of misunderstanding about what keeps people in a membership, and we're gonna get to that in a minute, but it does require work. When people start an online business, and I'm coaching them start an online business, If you've ever followed any of my material, if you're in one of my courses or you've coached me or anything like that, then you'll know this. But if you don't know this, you'll soon discover I actually never coach people to start their business with a membership site. 99% of the time, I think you should start your online business with a course. And the reasons are multifaceted, but the biggest one is it's easier. Courses are easier. More upfront work, yes, but you build it, you set it up, you launch it. If it's a good offer at the right price point, good positioning, decent copy, doesn't have to be perfect, but it's a good fit, you're gonna make money, put it in an email sequence, an evergreen email funnel. You're you're promoting your content, you're doing good content like I try to do every single week, you're doing the same thing, you're promoting your lead magnet, people are opting into your list, they're gonna get pitched that course, and whatever percentage your conversion rate is, they're gonna buy. That's as hands-off, as automated, as passive as it gets. A membership site, not only do you need to keep new people in it, you need to keep those members happy, and it requires ongoing work, involvement. There's Membership sites are an ongoing thing. There's a reason why people are going to pay you every month because there's something new every month, and there's access to you, and there's a community, generally speaking. So it's easier to do a course than it is a membership site. So I just want to make sure that from the get-go, you understand that memberships aren't a walk in the park. They're great. They're a great complement to your online course business, but they aren't a walk in the park. They are not easy recurring revenue. Number two, myth number two. Let's get into how we can then help you out. Let's assume you've launched a membership site and you're overwhelmed. You realize, oh my gosh, this is so hard. I got to keep everybody happy. And you're just, you're, you're trying to do all the things. Well, there's two myths related to this that I think will put you at ease. Myth number two is that you have to give new content every week. I have clients and students who have built their memberships and they have promised to deliver a new video or new content every week, some multiple times a week. I have one client, a previous client, who had launched a membership and crushed. I mean, she has a big audience and she got... It was doing $30,000 a month already. And I think the math on that was... Seven, eight, nine hundred people, maybe a thousand people in her membership to start. Huge. Um, and that was just built pent up demand. She'd never offered anything like it. Um, people love her. They want access to her. So it was an easy sell. And that's when she realized, oh, this is harder than I thought. But what she had done out of fear of people canceling, she had rationalized if I just give them the, the sun and the moon and the stars, they'll never leave. So every week she was doing multiple live Q and A's inside the community. She was delivering PDFs, cheat sheets, videos, all of her best stuff multiple times a week. So she was maybe three months into this, but I don't know how many pieces of content, original pieces of content she'd created and how many live you know, sessions she'd done in those three months, she was already burned out and was running out of ideas of stuff to give her members. Um, Something I learned from Stu McLaren, who is the king at memberships, by the way. You should check out Stu's stuff. Phenomenal. But something he said years ago stuck with me, which is the number one reason people cancel a membership is because of overwhelm, which is counterintuitive. You think the number one reason they would cancel is because they're not finding what they want or there's not enough stuff. It's actually the opposite. Too much stuff, too much good stuff at that makes people cancel, why? Because they feel guilty and they feel like they're not taking advantage of it. They see all this good stuff, they're busy because guess what, they're like you and you're busy. And they don't log in every day or every week and then they realize that you're just emailing out, there's new stuff and there's updates and there's new stuff and they're like, crap, I'm paying every month and I'm not getting my money's worth because there's too much good stuff. So what do they do? They cancel they cancel. So, ironically, the thing you're trying to do to keep your members happy, to keep them from canceling, to maintain your recurring revenue and reduce your churn, is actually making them cancel. So, here's what I recommend. I don't recommend you create new content every week. I recommend if you're a content-based membership, which most are, you're, you're teaching something every month. I would have one piece of new content a month. One. That can be a, generally speaking, like a video, like a class. Maybe it's a 30-minute training, a 45-minute training, an hour training, whatever you want to do. But some new core training a month. And that's the theme of the month. It's one, one thing you deliver, usually on the first of the month. Now, I do like the idea of sending out an email to your members every week with something, but this doesn't mean you have to create a new piece of content. Let's say on the first of the month you create a video, and let's say you're a fitness coach or weight loss coach, and so this month you're talking all about hydration. So you did an entire video on uh, the three biggest secrets of hydration, and that's the core topic. That goes out week one. Hey friends, new month, here's your brand new training. It's all about hydration. This is an amazing, easy secret that costs you nothing, but it helps you, helps your skin look better, helps you have more energy, helps you perform better in the gym, helps you lose weight, you feel better, all these different things. Check out the training. They're gonna be so excited, they're gonna go check it out. Maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day, maybe the next day, but give them some time. Give them the whole month. Let them realize that's all the main stuff is. So if they can't get to it for three weeks, no stress. That's your class for the month. But then the next week, Assuming you have a community of some kind in your membership, which you should. It's one of the three pillars of of memberships. Maybe the next week, you screen grab a really cool conversation happening inside the community. Someone asks a really good question or has a really good insight. Or someone has a great win that you want to highlight. Screen grab it, put it in an email, and share that and email your members and point them back to the community. So it's something new. You're popping in. You're like, Hey. Susie in the community had this really good point. She said she's been buying these massive water bottles because it's allowing her to get to her water intake and in only two fill-ups instead of like eight and she found the best deal on Amazon or whatever. Or so-and-so had a really good insight that if you add electrolytes to your water or whatever, jump in the conversation, let us know what you think about adding electrolytes and you're pointing people back to the community which increases engagement. So That's week two. It's nothing new. You're just finding something cool to pull out from the community. Week three maybe you dive in and you leave a loom video response to someone's question inside the community uh, and it's really valuable. And so you send out that three-minute video response. Like, hey, you know, Jimmy had a really good question in the community. It wasn't even about water. It was about, you know, I don't know, the keto diet. And I, I left him a video answer. Go watch my reply to him. It might be helpful to you. Cool. And then maybe the final week, you're promoting the live Q&A call that you're having, or maybe you're um, having, having a challenge, or maybe you have a really good conversation starter. You're asking a good question. You want them to dive in and answer. You want their feedback. These are all weekly touch points that feel like something fresh and new, but you're not creating any new content. It's still one piece of content. Does that make sense? So it's a myth that you have to give them new content every week. I actually think it's a bad idea. And I think it's stressful. I think give yourself the freedom and permission to create one new piece of content a month and leave it at that. If somebody wants more than that, then they can go somewhere else. Because you're not going to stuff your membership full of crap just to give them more stuff. You're only going to give them something really, really high quality. And you have to understand that content is only one of three pillars of a solid membership. Content, coaching, and community. It's only 30%. So don't go heavy on the content because people do come for the content. Again, Ryan Lee, he's been saying it for years. People come for the content, but they stay for the community. So yeah, it's what they're excited about when they get in there, but it's not what keeps them. Once they're in, it's not the thing they actually really want the most. That's almost the sad part. I create some amazing content in my memberships. And a lot of times, I don't even know if people consume it. But I do know that they show up for the coaching and they're in the community. So it's only one part. don't, Don't overwhelm them and don't overwhelm yourself. And finally, third myth. This is important. Myth number three of membership sites. You have to be available all the time. Can we talk about this for a second? There's a couple of things at play here. One, you do not have to agree with me, and you don't have to be me. We're two different people, but I'm assuming since you're, you follow my show, you might agree with some of my, my philosophies on things. The tagline of this show is I'm going to help you build your online business work less and live more, give more. There is a reason why I say work less in the tagline every show. There's a reason why I try to come back to this topic a lot. There is a fear inherent in all of us, myself included, that we must keep our foot on the gas pedal in our business. We must keep showing up every day. We must do all the things, be in all the places, be on all the social media platforms, respond to all the comments, do all the latest trends, whatever it is. If we don't, the fear goes, our business will suffer, our customers will leave, our competitors will take market share, we'll become irrelevant, and we'll just dry up and die. Now, we may not articulate it like that, but that's what's driving the fear. That's what's driving this ambition to try to do all the things and hustle. You couple that with the fact that we live in a culture, at least in America, where the more activity you do, the more work you do, the more you get praised. People think that you're successful. To do lots of things is to be successful. I don't know why we think that because there's plenty of people that do lots of things that aren't successful. And there's plenty of people that aren't doing a whole lot and they're way more successful than you and me combined. So it's not how many hours we put in. It's not how much effort we put in. It's whoever delivers the best product or service and whoever builds the best systems. That's really what matters. So when it comes to a membership site, this is a deadly trap for that. I got to do all the things because... People feel like, well, it's ongoing. It's a community. I got to serve these people. So that's why I sometimes get pushback from people who say, well, Graham, you say you want to work less and you're all about passive income. Why do you have membership sites? They're so demanding. Wouldn't you just want to make courses, put them on Evergreen Evergreen Funnels and walk away? And I have some students and clients who don't want to build memberships for that reason. And to that, I would say you're half right for sure. The moment you sign up to do a membership site, you are committing to deliverables every month the new content that we just talked about, and also involvement because the other two components of healthy membership, and I'm gonna keep saying this, are coaching and community. Part of what your members are paying for is access to you. That's that's pretty unique. Unless you're always doing lives all the time for free uh, and it's a small, small community, the ability to be able to jump on a call with you and get your question, their, your question answered or their question answered by you directly live uh, is pretty powerful. And that's part of what they're paying for, that access to you through coaching calls. And they're also paying for access to you through your community and also the other members in the community. But for a community to thrive, I really do think you need to be part of it. Unless it just becomes humongous and there's maybe two, three thousand people in that community, then you're gonna have a few hundred every day active. You don't have to be as involved because at that point the community becomes more valuable than you. Uh, for example, I have a community recording revolution VIP where there's literally about two, 3,000 members in it, and I don't have to be in that community every day because the members are talking to each other and they're networking, and it's it's a different type of community that they're not really asking me questions in the community, they're asking each other. Whereas my other membership, my six-figure coaching community for this brand, I'm in it almost every day. So yes, that's a commitment. So yeah, membership sites are a commitment. And as someone who values his time and wants to work as little as possible and be very efficient, I'm very intentional with my membership. So yes, I have one for the Graham Cochran brand. But here's the thing. The myth is that you have to be available all the time. I am not available all the time. I'm available as much as I think I want to be available and as much as I think makes the membership worth it. So let's look at those two. The two elements. If the content is one of the three elements and I can bash that whatever I want, whenever I want and schedule that to go out, the other two elements, coaching community, those are the ones that you must put a boundary on or guardrails on. Or like if you've ever went bowling and you have this little bumper, lane bumper things so that your bowl doesn't ball doesn't go in the the, the lanes or the whatever those darn things are. You know what I'm talking about. They leave the lane, go into the ditch or whatever it's called. You know what I'm talking about. You gotta have those things. Otherwise. You're going you're gonna to go crazy, and you're going to commit too much of yourself. So let me give you some insight here. You have the right to do whatever you want in your membership. You do not have to be available every week to do a live Q&A. You don't. You don't. You can. If you have the margin and the desire to do that, by all means, do it. But project this out three years from now. Are you going to be happy doing a live Q&A every week for your members? three years from now at that price point. If you are, great. But just don't think short term. Too many people overcommit because they're like, yeah, in this season of my life right now, I could jump on and do a live every day. How much value would that bring? It'd bring a ton of value. Can you sustain it? What happens if you have a kid? What happens if you get sick? What happens if in two years you're not as excited about your membership, but you still want the revenue and people still like it? Now you got to back off that ledge of, well, I know I was doing lives every day, but now I I really can only do one a month. People might be a little ticked. Even then you can PR your way into it and it's fine. And most people won't leave. You're never locked. You're never stuck. Okay. You're in control. It's your membership. You do whatever the heck you want to do. But think long-term. Don't think short-term. Think long-term. Always. Always think long-term. So long-term, three years from now, what do you want your involvement to look like? That's how you should set up your membership today. So for a coaching call, I only do one a month, one a month. I promise a 60 minute live coaching call every month and I always go over, I usually go 90 minutes. I'd rather over deliver, uh, under promise over deliver. So I, in my mind, I block off 90 minutes on that day. And I just, I just love on my people. They come with great questions, so that helps. I got an amazing community. They come with the great questions, and then I just try to serve them as best as I can. People submit questions ahead of time if they can't make the live call, and I try to answer all those as well. I try to just serve, 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 add a ton of value, and it makes those calls super valuable and it makes people really look forward to them because there's only one a month. It's really important, okay? that That's fine. My members pay $97 a month, and they get one live coaching call a month. That's plenty. Would they like more? I'm sure some of them would. Would I enjoy doing more? Yeah. I don't really have the time to do more. I have to be very careful. There's a lot of things I'm doing. Um, And so I need to be very careful with my time. So you get to decide how involved you are with your live coaching calls. The same with your community. You launch a private community with your membership. It can feel like there's pressure to be in that community every single day, especially when your community's small And when your community is small, anytime you have a community, there's always a small percentage that actually show up in the community and an even smaller percentage that actually post because most people lurk. Most people don't log in and then the people that do most of them just lurk and don't post. So it's a small group of people that are actually going to post to be active. So if you have a small membership, that percentage is even smaller. It might only be two or three or four people talking. So that can feel hard because communities really thrive and and grow when there's more people engaging. Engagement breeds more engagement. So I understand in the early days with a community, you might want to be in there more often because it's really like a ghost town and you're trying to stir up conversation. Totally get it. But even then, when I launched my membership uh, and I had a small community, I said, I'm only going to be in it on work days when I'm in the office, which back then was only four days a week, now it's only three days a week. Um, And so I'm gonna just pop in on those days only. I don't work outside of work hours, I don't work on weekends, but I'm gonna set aside 20 minutes to pop in, see if anyone had questions, try to answer some questions, like some people's comments, give some feedback, and then once a week maybe, I'll throw out a conversation starter, which is a great idea if your community's small, you be a leader and start the conversation. Ask really insightful questions where they you want their response, um, that they'd be excited to respond. Good accountability questions, um, update questions, what's your biggest win go- kind of questions right now related to this, all that kind of stuff. So you might be more involved at the beginning, but again, put guardrails on your time. Set a timer, give yourself 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever you want when you're in the community and only do it on certain days. If you're in your community every other day, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, for 30 minutes, it looks like you're in there regularly because guess what, you are. You don't have to be in there every day. You don't have to have it open all the time. If you have a Facebook group, turn off notifications. You should not be notified the moment somebody posts in your community because there's no bearing on your time. That's how you're never going to get anything done if you're always being sucked back in. You should be in control of when you're in the community, not a notification on your phone. Okay. So again, you don't have to be available all the time for you to bring value. And that, again, goes back to just insecurities and fears. If I'm not available all the time, if I'm not giving content every week, people are going to cancel. And that's just not true. People are going to cancel regardless. As long as your membership delivers value, as long as you are active, and as long as you are showing up to coach them when you said you would, the right people are going to stay. The wrong people are going to leave. Or the right people who've gotten the value they need out of it and no longer need it are going to leave. And it's nothing that you're doing wrong. It's just the nature of a subscription-based product. People join, people cancel. Get used to it. If your heart breaks every time someone cancels, outsource a virtual assistant to handle all that so you never see it. You just sort of notice once a month that the numbers are changing. That's it. So those are the three biggest myths. That it's easy recurring revenue. It's not easy. It takes work. You need new people. You need to keep people from canceling. Myth number two, you have to give new content every week. I wouldn't even consider it. You'll you'll burn yourself out and you'll overwhelm your people and then they will cancel. And then myth number three, you have to be available all the time. You don't. Protect your time, be a CEO, commit to it, put it in your schedule, and just regularly pop in every other day or every day if you can for a few minutes and you're fine. Your people are gonna love it and they're gonna get so much value out of it because as you grow a community, they're gonna get value out of the other members in the community and not just you. There you go. So if you're watching on YouTube, leave me a comment below and let me know which of those myths you were believing the most. Which of those myths was busted for you and was helpful for you? Leave me a comment below. That would be awesome. And before you go, if you're thinking about launching a membership or you want to retool your membership and see how I think about memberships, download my membership site formula checklist. It's really, really helpful. It's insightful. It's going to walk you through everything I think about memberships, what needs to be included, how to launch, how to think about pricing, and it's free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash membership site. Or if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to link to it below this video. Appreciate your time. I wish you the best of luck as you launch or improve your next membership site. It's a great gift. It's a great tool to have. Uh, It serves a lot of people and it will put some good recurring revenue in your bank account, Um, but you got to do it right and you got to make sure it fits your life and your business goals. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you on another episode real soon.